0: You're now tuned in to the conversation about me, from the magic mind of Gabrielle, to the voice of my own father, G-Way. This is my nerd gene, curating the new black American persona. Are you ready? I'm ready. Word, are you ready?
1: I am ready. What up, G? What up, G? How you doing?
0: I'm doing really well.
1: Yeah? Good. Welcome to Mind Our Genius Geniuses. What
0: up, genius? We
1: are back. Took back. a little bit of a hiatus, had some, some things, but. I had, had a couple things yeah, going on. Nothing, nothing too major from the technical side, but we did have uh, quite a bit of activity happening. A lot of stuff. <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to give a recap of some of the things that we've gone through. Yeah. Um, some of the things we've seen, some of the things, most importantly, that we've overcome.
0: Overcome.
1: And, um, <laughs> just kind of have a, a a chill session with, with my co-host, Gabriel Leanne.
0: Yeah, and my co-host, g Yeah.
1: So, what's been up? What have you been up to in the last couple of weeks? We haven't been able to really, like, connect, connect like we normally do. So, how have you been? Um, I've
0: been good, kind of. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I'm in, like, this whole, like, emotional bubble, like. I don't necessarily think, think of like endings or blah, 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 but as some of the listeners know, our followers know, I was in a graduate program pursuing a degree, a master's of nonprofit leadership and management at Arizona State University, mm-hmm. and that portion of my journey ended on May 10th, um, so I officially graduated from the program. And I'm in like the like aftermath where it's like emotions and life is still happening because I was like working full time and still, you know, caring for my mom. So it's not like it's not like you graduate from like high school or undergrad. Where you like, well, I mean, no, even undergrad. I went straight to work. I went to work maybe a week after graduation, but I'm still in that like after flow. But yeah, things are good.
1: Good. How have you been? Mm, I've been alright. Just alright? Yeah, just alright. Uh, I wanted to show you that you look... Well, just comment that you look... Stress-free. You look... Not even necessarily stress-free, but like... Just happy. Like something's off of me. Yeah, like... That's a, what a, I felt weight like. has been lifted. Um, and, you know, I know a little secret about you when you get stressed out you kind of kind of kind of shut in yeah but I can see like just when I actually got to lay my eyes on you and wasn't trying to hit you on the text like yo you good <laughs> everything alright I see it yeah you know I can doing a lot better
0: yeah I can totally feel that too like I think when that last grave posted I was like oh you did it you did it you did it but like even I know it's so funny because like I was even I was working on something for one of my clients today and it was like rapid and I was like just doing it doing it and I was like you don't even know how like deep and dark you are until you come back to the mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. where I'm like oh do I need to send out apologies because I'm not sure how like crazy messed up I looked for the past two years mm-hmm. but it was it was a little dark well. and I'm realizing that now that I'm on like the other side where i'm like
1: dang yeah i, I think um i think i started to understand a little bit more i've always been kind of uptight about stuff like mm. everything okay are you sure are you okay right? are you okay <laughs> you know and like i i refrain from doing that this time
0: uh-huh.
1: and can tell that you really are okay yeah. even if it's you know so yeah. Thank you for that Claire, that confirmation.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I function in chaos, but I have definitely been a chaos functioner. But um, yeah, I'm slowly getting back to me. That's what I feel like. And everyone keeps asking that question. Like, Show what's next. You yeah, know, that's
1: like, what I'm.
0: Get it. I know. I'm, I'm going to ask gonna you the ask, same
1: thing. So but, here's what I wanted to take the time to do, yeah. and this is not just for you uh-huh. but actually more of an example right um of of creating your vision right i want this to be and i'm probably going to title it our verbal vision board mhm so over the next little bit just want to take some time to talk to you about what drove you to do what you did you know as far as which degree you chose mm-hmm. what like obstacles did you have to overcome especially there that last little bit that that <laughs> You know when people, when when things are just about to break through, right. they try to make you break down. Right, right, right. You know, so I want to talk through that, and then I'll kind of give the same thing for me, so I don't feel like I'm like all the way making you spill your guts. Yeah, and then just kind of wrap up with like a couple of things that we noticed over the over the past couple of weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So the first order of business is I want to understand what made you choose the the degree the degree. Yeah, what, what, what made you choose that <laughs> that major, and how did you go about figuring out you wanted to go to ASU? Like, how did, that, how did that process So, I happen? don't
0: think I ever wanted to go to ASU. Uh, so, I don't know, I think I tell this narrative a lot, and I don't know what this narrative is doing for someone else, but most people who know me and most of our listeners know the reason I'm back in Phoenix, Arizona is because my mother um, got sick about three years ago, and I have made the decision to kind of come home for a little bit to help her get on her feet um, and, you know, help her through, advocate through some of the health stuff, Uh, but she was sicker than I thought, and so when I got here, what I thought was going to be like a two-week, three-week help her through a surgery ended up me just not never going back, and so I'm a planner and a process. Planner, And so once I had made the decision like, oh, you're going to be here long term, I had to figure out what that looked like. And at the time, I had already left my corporate job. I was in corporate nonprofit back in New York. I've been doing program administration, organizational administration and development in the nonprofit sector since college. Mm -hmm. And so I had gone to Seoul Consulting and... um, I own my own consulting firm, um, for young women of, not even young women of color, for women of color, business, um, women. And then I also founded my own nonprofit for young women of color. And so that was kind of my mind frame where I was out here like, oh, well I can build out here while, you know, helping to take care of mom. And I just happened to one day be looking at something and I promise you across my browser came up like Master of Nonprofit Leadership and Management. And I had wanted to get an MBA. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I always knew that I wanted to get a master's. One, because they tell you that, oh, you have all this experience and that translates into the dollars, but that really doesn't anymore. And I found myself fighting in New York for positions that I was well qualified for, But because I didn't have those three letters behind my name, I was continuously discounted. And the last time I was discounted, that's the actual reason why I left the position that I was in because I was um, overlooked for a Caucasian um, male uh, who wasn't qualified, who had the degree, and who I was asked to train. And I was just like, "Yeah, no."
1: That could be a lot. (laughs) I I think that's one of the things that's pushing me Mm -hmm. to... The move that I think I'm going right. to be making in the next couple of weeks right. uh, because I find yeah. myself surrounded by people who, not to toot my own horn, mm-hmm. but surrounded by people who are not quite as smart yeah. as me. Right. <laughs> and but they have a, but they have that, you know those things and yeah. for the first time in a long time I've actually felt the pinch of well if you just had this right then we could do that right um so I get where you're coming from yeah. and, and that, it, that competitive edge that that I think just we as a people have right. to have I have I have been able to finesse my way through mm-hmm. for a while um but I don't think that that's something that's going to continue to be yeah. so I, I, and, I, and I've right heard a of lot that.
0: of I've heard a lot of debate on this, especially from young entrepreneurs who are saying, you know, we don't need to put our kids. I'm a very big advocate for higher education just because we know how corporate America is shaped. And I know that people are advocates for, um, you know, different type of trades and that's fine as well. But we know that there is a system and there's a metrics and anyone who works in HR knows that, you know, something as small as the a difference between like a GED and a high school diploma, between an associate's and a bachelors, between a bachelor's and a masters degree and a doctor, like there are actual like calculations and points that go into figuring out your salary. And it's not to say that you're not competent and qualified, Mm -hmm. but I feel like if we think if, if we think about sports or anything else, anything that will help you get that competitive edge, that additional conditioning to like put you in the game, that's what I'm about. And so when I saw that that degree and it made sense because I've been doing practitioner work and it was also um, it, it was also keeping me from feeling like I was going backwards. Yeah. Because I I don't um, <laughs> I love Phoenix I love Arizona I love that I grew up here but going from Spelman Atlanta to New York and then coming to Phoenix for me and where I was in my life it felt like I was going through a regression like a like going backwards and so sometimes you have to go you know backwards to go forward and so for me not hitting that like Peak or plateau of just like not aspiring and doing something, getting into school made sense, and so, um, and I also thought that, I thought the degree was gonna be much more than, um, like I thought the program and the degree is gonna be much more than, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in what terms? I so not necessarily. Let me take that back. Not that the degree would be more. I thought I have always known about cohorts. And so I was seeking to be back into that whole, you know, MBA programs, any master's program, you're in a cohort, and you're in this fellowship of peers, and you guys are grinding together, and you're building each other up. Mm -hmm. But what I'm finding in higher education, especially in um, this part of the world, is a lot of things are going online, um, and it's losing that Play-Doh and you know, the Greek and the Roman school of thought where people sat together and they they, they deliberated
1: and the they talked about yeah they talked about yeah, theories. Aristotle and stuff. stuff. That's
0: yeah. the stuff that I love about school. Um, because at Spellman education was on point, but what got me to be who I am was my colleagues. It was my yeah, fellow classmates, yeah. right? And so that would be the only downside that I felt about the degree is they're moving away from like that intensive cohort model to more like get out all these people degrees because it's money like higher education is money like at the end of the day it's money
1: i think (laughs) that's where a lot of my um where my hesitation has been right uh because i feel like even in terms of offerings for like scholarships right at this point they're, they're really trying to turn a profit yeah and There's a piece of me that has to be very mindful about what I decide to major in because I want it to, if I'm going to go into, you know, whatever tens of thousands of dollars of debt that I go into, I want to make sure it's something that's going to be sustainable um, and something that also adds value to my life. Right. Um, So, just some things that I've been thinking about as well. I think um, the focus on education. Which is evident even through the red for ed campaigns out in Arizona. Plus, right, like as we speak, mm-hmm. there's one going on in North Carolina. Yeah. The focus of making sure that we're really teaching our children what needs to be important, right. and teaching them the art of learning as uh, opposed yeah. to just learning. I,
0: yeah, and that's a big deal. Like knowing how to learn and being exposed to learning. I mean, I've always. I've always loved school. I haven't had my... <laughs> I've loved school, and I love community, and I love learning and creativity, um, but I've also not loved the systems mm-hmm. um, because I see how the systems impact kids. I was told at a very young age that I wasn't good at math because so I was afraid of math. I also had a fourth-grade teacher who, to um, so this day, if I saw her in the street, I would punch her in her chest mm-hmm. um, because she triggers something very deep and profoundly painful in me. Like, that's why I hate the nickname Gabby. Like, don't never call me Gabby. I won't. <laughs> I think people who are in a position to impart power on others should understand the depth of that power. And I say that especially for teachers or professionals, um, educators, because I performed better in courses, even in my master's program where I believed the person who was responsible for my um, learning process yeah. believed in me and cared about me. Mm-hmm. In the spaces where I felt the adverse to that is where I struggled the most. And I think that that's
1: pretty consistent with it, just yeah. in general how in success like, yeah. is measured. right? If, if I know that a person pouring into me is expecting that i be able to either be filled Right. or be able to in turn pour that into someone else I always feel much more inclined to want right. to retain that information right. and, and perform well for them
0: but not y- yes perform well for them or perform well in general, yeah, in general but when you have someone who you know is against you and is also responsible to judge you and um kind of analyze your ability in your work. That that amount of power over students is I think I think it's, it's it's very dangerous in some cases and it really does shape break or or benefit someone. Yeah. You know, and I I have my allies in my program and I'm so grateful for them because this last year, like you think the end is supposed to be like, oh, you're at the end, it's easier. But I feel like the end of my program was where I had to fight the hardest, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't understand, you know, because I was looking around and all of the other students who are in my cohort weren't fighting as hard as I was. And right. I just, that was like, wait a minute, you know. Um, but, I, and, and to your point of, you know, me being back and, I constantly think about, like, what does this all mean? I know that it is for something greater mm-hmm. um, because I could not have written this story. I could not have written the story of me coming home and being here two years and have, you know, created, even on top of, you know, the two entities that I already had, um, establishing Black Girl Thrive with, you know, my partner, and then creating Black Girls Brunch. And you know, having over a thousand Black women in the valley say that I've impacted them in some way, um, and so as I look forward and in in Black men,
1: even though yeah, no, I'm t- talking people. about mind our genius. Oh yeah,
0: mind our genius. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm,
1: no just I'm just kidding. Just, I know what you're saying. Yeah, though. I'm just, just the expansion that you, just that like, you able to feel. It's
0: and it's crazy mm-hmm. because all of this is happening in the midst of me being in a space where it was dark. Right. And so, like, that is a testimony of you can still be used even when you don't see, like... That is... You just you just don't see, like... Because people, like, I kind of have been hinting on social media, and if you lived in my house and you saw the the destruction that used to be my room, like, my mom and my brother, like, they could feel it, and I know you could feel it, but it was really hard. Like, it was a really hard last couple months. And to still see that things sprouted and blossomed in the midst of my darkness is Mm -hmm. like, oh, come on now.
1: Well, you got to remember, you know, plants grow overnight too. Right. And they grow from storms. Right. That's what seasons that uh, that, that soil for them. Um, The reason, and I know this is kind of a a one-sided podcast and I did this on purpose because I saw the testimony that you have Mm -hmm. and I saw um, that so many people have this adversity they have these things that tell them nah you can't do it nah I'm gonna throw all these obstacles in your way right and there are those who need to hear that even when it got super tough and there was adversity that was completely engulfing their area right they themselves refused to be defeated.
0: And I think the craziest part about it is like the thing that was hurting me the most during the process, I'm like I'm the person who's telling everyone they can do it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the dream maven. I'm like you can do it, be light, you know dare to dream, dream beyond and I was literally, there were situations where I was like girl, you have a whole home in New York. Mm -hmm. Like a whole home that you can, like, pick up and go back to. Right. Like, you have a whole life, and, you know, you've traveled to, like, girl, like, is this real? Like, and at the end of the day, like, you have to inspire and convince yourself, because, so we were talking a little bit offline, I don't believe in the imposter syndrome. I think that that is something that people have created, and not to say that people don't struggle with self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe in imposters unless you're like actually being an imposter unless you're <laughs> being a fraud and you've right. like stolen someone's identity. But when it comes to like education or a job, I think if you decide that you can do it and you put yourself in the position to do it and you learn what you need to learn and you expose yourself to what you need to be exposed to. To do the job, you're not an imposter. Right, it's more you're, of a path, right? <laughs> you're following like,
1: a path in that. Yeah. Case, right? Um
0: So. Yeah. And so for me, like listening to people who were saying they struggle with imposter syndrome and all of this stuff, I was struggling with like how much, how much can you take? Because mm-hmm. I knew that I would, I knew that I would get through, but it was like. How much? Because this is a lot, and people who don't know my narrative, like in October, my mother was hospitalized, and you know I was sitting outside of surgery doors, trying to write papers and, we, like, press through, mm-hmm. you know, and like then again she was hospitalized again, in and what, February was that February, February yeah, she I was remember. hospitalized again, and and it was crazy for me because like I don't ask for help, Ever? and Even? I but I I did ask for help mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like people were showing up in the way that I needed and then all of a sudden people were and that's when I was like okay cuz if I vocalize it we at the we at my ends with it. if I literally say like hey <laughs> um yeah I'm past figuring it out and so I was frustrated. I was frustrated with, um, where I was. I was frustrated with, um, the responsibilities. I was I was frustrated with the fight of the degree because in my head I'm like, I can do this. Like, this ain't this ain't hard. Um, but it was just like all of these situations in one that was really making me feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew who I I knew who I was. And so, like, that was the driving voice where it was like, regardless of all of this darkness, you know who you are. And, like, you have to remind yourself that every single day.
1: Yeah. I think um, one of the things that I take away from hearing the story is mm-hmm. at the time that I stopped going to school, these things were happening. Right. Things were happening. One of my best friends in the world got killed. Mm hmm. Well, he died. He, bad situation. Yeah. My grandmother passed. Mm hmm job was acting crazy parents were going through their thing yeah brothers were living with me yeah a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and to hear that it's it's funny that those who succumb to that pressure end up beating the pressure and realizing that they probably could have still accomplished those things the fact that you press through it in the midst of it says so much about um just character and and will and knowing yourself to know that this is only temporary and having faith that regardless you're going to be carried through it yeah that's one thing but there's also this other part
0: that really pisses me off about that story and that narrative is that we always have to persevere and so like yeah like so I had struggled like this in high school everybody was sick and I was like oh I don't know what I'm going to do I've heard this story countless times with people of color So same program, non-person of color, simple stuff that had happened in their lives that were of their own doing, forgiveness, um, extensions, Mm over-support, but like me saying, hey, I'm going to be late today because my mother was in the hospital, the response to me was completely in like unnecessary mm-hmm. and so like I don't necessarily think even people like in your situation where you're like cause I feel, I hear like, you're, like well I stopped, it got too much it's because we don't have people who will like who will who support us in the midst of us having to manage all that and, and truth be told our peers of other races all the time, not all, not all of them, this is not like an all situation but I don't think they're carrying the same amount of burden. And like I just read that article about millennials being like the most in debt and all of this stuff. It's because, you know, we're helping our kids. We're helping our not our kids. <laughs> we're helping our brothers and sisters and we have this 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 get everybody through mm-hmm. mentality which also stops us. It alters our progress. It does it stops us from doing something that we would have you know, maybe had done without as much adversity, right? So, like, if if we would have gone straight through, because we had a house to come home to, or parents who paid off our student loans or and bought and us to a, get a car, full
1: job a full time <laughs> right. job and support our home. right? Yeah, I, I, you know, and I never want this to sound like it's, it's an excuse, it, because. It was ultimately my decision to make the decision I made. So I'm never going to cop that out. But what I will say is at 19, 20, 21 years old, I didn't yet have the wherewithal to be a man.
0: And you shouldn't have had to. (laughs) Because
1: that's man activity, you know. So the one thing that I want to make sure that I give Cam is the ability to be a child and develop into a man. The same thing is my little girl. I want to make sure that from the time that she is a child, she gets to worry about childlike things. Right now she gets to worry about why her shoelaces don't match right. everybody else on her softball teams right. as opposed to her having to worry about why are our lights are getting cut off.
0: Right, and, 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 it, and I feel like we always get on the subject here, but as a culture and as a people and as generations we have to understand systemic situations that have put us where we are and why our parents had to work so hard and why if someone did get sick, why we had to stop going to school. Or, you know, if the car broke down, why we would miss, you know, two. Like, we have to accept that we have been fighting against adversity since before we even stepped foot on this right um, continent, <laughs> since we left the continent. Um, but I just, I feel like I celebrate everyone's story. Regardless of how they matriculated to their point, because and I I've been posting it lately, everything is working for
1: your good. Listen, I like think every that reassurance, that reassurance is working, and reaffirmation from people who have seen what's supposed to have defeated them right. is such a strong right. power, which is why we have to come as a community right. always. Always speak your truth. And tell you, yeah,
0: and tell your story because
1: your story opens the doors right. for other people, and it does so in a way that's innate. Yeah, it's it's simply a relation. I I get it because I relate directly to what you experience yeah. and I feel that exact energy. Yeah. Um. So, and and that's really why I wanted to take the time, and I know we normally just talk about whatever's <laughs> going on, but yeah. at, at some point we have to. Delve into the character that make us who we and, are, and
0: and have shaped us to be, you know who we are. And I think this last, these last two years for me, it was a it was a signatory, um, kind of culmination of, you've been saying this who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and it's cute, but is this really who you are? And that whole statement, and the reason why I put periods, and because they were they're full statements. Mm-hmm. So for, yeah. You know every single thing like, and when you think of life like that, you can see your hurt as the process of shaping you to become who you are. Because we all have stories. Like I have stories. You know, people will like when they read my masterpiece. Because um, I even you know I've I have multiple book titles, um, and I've been writing. But the one that I came up with for this um, chapter in my life really talks about just beyond beyond surviving or beyond, you know, making it through. Mm -hmm. Because I think so much we focus on the making it through.
1: Right. As opposed to the thrive.
0: Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to just make it through. Mm -hmm. Like, this was great. What's next? Because we have overcome. I know that I've overcome a lot. And, and I didn't know like oh I've been through so much like no <laughs> like I, I know that I've overcome a lot and so that like I am first generation college grad like me and my brother we are the first in my lineage to get a graduate a high school not high school um, our bachelors and then I am the first in my mother's lineage to get a masters and so you know, during the ceremony when the dean asks everyone to stand up, like, are you the first in your family to have a, a a graduate degree and to stand up and to see, you know, my village excited for that? Yeah. I know that as we persevere, we're also breaking generational curses and and stopping systemic
1: yeah.
0: um, situations that tell us that we can't.
1: Um. And standing in that was the active or the symbolic right. break of a chain. Right. And I mean, that is so powerful. I can't say the same thing. I actually come from a lineage of graduates. Right. I happen to be the one that didn't. <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor that, whatever. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I... I always enjoy hearing those stories mm-hmm. of people who are, who are reforging what their supposed to end was going right. to be. Um, so I wanted to also get into our vision board. Mm-hmm. I want to know. This is 2019. 18. 18. Just kidding. I'm already. I'm already featured, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, In the next, let's say, five years, what are three things you would like to have accomplished? Okay. And I'm going to give you mine, too.
0: Okay. So, in the next five years, the three things that I would love to have accomplished is, one, um, I want the library that I'm building um, for young women of color in Nicaragua to be done. Um, So I want that, that project under my nonprofit, She is Infinite, to be complete. Um, and then the second thing that I want in the next five years is to have my entities, um, Black Girl Thrive, um, Black Girls Brunch, She is Infinite, and Dream Maven, to be fully functioning um, entities that are serving their purpose. Um, and, and I want to have my brunch out of the country. Um, I want to have a lot of the vision and the business plan for those entities up and running, especially with She is Infinite. I want to have on-the-ground programming here in Phoenix, um, in Atlanta, in New York, because those are the three, that's the three pinnacle um, states. And then the final thing... Um, Everybody keeps talking about this Ph.D. So I would like to have applied, there at least go. applied for my Ph.D. program.
1: Okay. I will take that. In five years, I think that's all pretty... It's doable. It's pretty doable. It's all doable. I mean, look what you did in the last two.
0: Yeah, I mean... With
1: everything that was, you know, pitted against you. Right. So I support you. You let me know. You already know. You already know yeah, how yeah, you get yeah. Um, what I would like mm-hmm. first of all I would like to develop this platform into a series of platforms yes. for people who want to share their voice um, I know that me and you deal with a lot of our culture issues a lot of ex- you know black excellence uh, I also have a, a vision that I want one that really speaks to Number one, the experience of black men. Mm. Um, but gives the opportunity for young men uh, to speak. Mm. Get used to being able to hear their voice and yeah. share their voice and share their opinion. And because they're silence so often. All oh, the time. So it's I know so for sure, um, you know, me and B want to do one. Mm-hmm. And his son is my godson is probably one of the most brilliant children i know (laughs) um and so i want him to be able to speak on some of the things that he sees as a young man and that gives us the ability to to bridge that gap to show some fatherhood stuff so that's one two is i do want to go back to school but i need to find out what i want to go to school for um I have a passion for some of the same things you have, uh-huh. which I think is why this works so well, right? <laughs> uh, and then I also have my professional things, the things that I do as a, you know, as, out in the regular world okay. and stuff, you know, my nine to five. Um, so that those things, that brings me to a point where I'm not sure what I want to major in, but I know I got to get that paper because it's a personal thing now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's not even for the money anymore now is for convincing myself that I can do it yeah. um, and the third thing I would like to do is this is a little bit out there but you dream unrealistic right what I would like to do is acquire a space and in that space host black creatives in Phoenix there's so many people that do really dope stuff out here there's not one centralized collective of black minds that do things not just in phoenix but just that are based out of phoenix right i want to have a space where it's just us Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and it's almost like a co-op like some of these co-op spaces (laughs) i would love to have that um here in the phoenix area if i'm gonna be here i might as well do it you know um and eventually really like spin off and make it the epicenter for black activity or um, well really community activity driven by black people, mm-hmm. right? Um Because I don't think that that's available.
0: Yeah, and, it's not. And that's so crazy because there's a couple of us who've been talking about that, so that's a thing.
1: Yeah, that we need to connect yeah. on that because I just feel like there and and honestly if you listen from outside the city, because <laughs> I don't want to just make it about Phoenix, but I will say that there are places where you know to go oh, yeah. in other cities that inform you of what's yeah, happening. There's outside. so much dope stuff that goes on here. Yeah. And we talked about it, I think in like episode one about mm-hmm. you know, we want to be a place that is able to announce those things. Well, along with that, I think there has to be a broadcasting of what we do right. and it has to be collaborated, and it has to complement each other and mm-hmm. not compete with each other yeah so those are the things and as a bonus I'm actually on to be on a board to help start a black charter school out in the West Valley
0: oh nice
1: um that's not like a dream that's actually happening like I'm actually (laughs) the first meeting on that is Sunday you know what I mean Um, so that's something that I really am looking forward to too Uh, I think the other oh I got one more bonus too Mm -hmm. I got mad ambition (laughs) I think the other thing and I think me and you have spoken about this is I want to develop an event that speaks to the hearts of people who have been hurt Mm -hmm. Um, and not necessarily like a therapeutic thing Right. but really more a sharing of experiences right. because we end up having these conversations where one gun is pointed at me and other guns pointed at you my guns pointed at you your guns pointed at me and we're telling each other who hurt worse right. that will never bring about healing right. um, and I've I figured over the last couple of weeks listening to conversations I've been <laughs> Well, not to tell too much, but I've been a little bit more available to, to kind of <laughs> yeah. see some of these Have things happen. It? So you
0: yeah. just not here. Yeah. know?
1: But yeah, I think just just listening to the conversations and understanding the hurt that people speak out of yeah. to protect themselves. Oh,
0: yeah. It's a thing.
1: It's, it's a it's thing. It's such a thing. And it's how people function. Actively. It's, it's how
0: people survive.
1: It is. And, and it's how they survive stop their pain. We gotta stop surviving.
0: Oh yeah. Like I don't want to survive anymore. Like and I think that was like a big thing like when I got here where I'm like I want to live yeah and thrive. I wanna do I wanna do things that like I've always dreamed of doing and it doesn't feel that big.
1: Right. And like, that's the this point This is here. regular. This is just how life goes. Right? I'm regular. I tell people that
0: all the like, time. I'm regular, strangling. like, no, yeah, no. I'm so
1: basic. Right. But the thing is, until we make extraordinary regular.
0: Right. When we see it, we.
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody is extraordinary.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, the, what it took to create you. Like, scientifically, everything that had to have been aligned to even create you is a phenomenon.
1: I'm like, sorry, say that, say that, one, just, say that one more time. I just don't slow. think people get that. Like everything, everything that it
0: took, all of the, like the body heat, mm-hmm. the angle, like, ev- like the body temperature, the 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 shooting of the sperm and the egg and the time of day, like everything had to be in its rightful order to create you and right. that's everyone
1: and the moment that you fail to understand yeah. how much how much planning it went took went into to that for God to <laughs> get you right where you are even right now as you're listening in your right. car this is perfection perfection and it's like I will that's going to be the theme for this part
0: every single thing is working for your good y- you, you have difficult conversations with people and it may frustrate you it hurt. you may have Quote unquote lost relationships. You may have um, lost a job. You may have uh, had to relocate for unforeseen circumstances. Every single situation that you experience is working for your good. Absolutely. Because that is the story. Is. Like, we're not supposed to be miserable. Mm. Like, so, not even to get on no deep gospel, but there's absolutely no reason for humans to exist on the earth. We do nothing. Like the earth, the universe, everything would move without us. Without yeah. us. Yeah. So our mere existence is by divine desire. That should wake you up every morning. Like. Ah, <laughs> the, you stop. Like the flowers are That's gonna grow. That's
1: so. True, e- like ecosystem-wise, we aren't even in the ecosystem. We
0: only mess it up.
1: <laughs> Fact.
0: Like everything that we do takes away from what was the natural? nature, the natural beauty that that the creator created. Right. So by mere design, you're divinely shaped to be here because you're desired by the image of the creator. By the image. Like, All right. And your thoughts, Whew. fit into the thoughts of the creator because you're made in that image. So there's so much, and that's and that's something that you have to remind yourself. Like, I was thinking about people who I'm not close to anymore, who I just knew would be my like, would forever. be ever forever. Right. Who like we don't even talk.
1: Right.
0: And I'm like, what well, did I get here? And even in that, I I had recently stated that like, I've lost nothing. I've only gained more of myself. Mm-hmm. Because even if we stopped looking at people coming in and out of our lives as finality, we would heal better.
1: Like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> just i just like you so. Would, in other words, that that portion of their existence in your life was for that for growth. that purpose. Yeah, for that purpose, for and that, you to that grow. that
0: growth season, that, that is what you needed. Um, even when we think about scavengers, right? How we scattered across the nations, and how um, plants grow in different places. If we weren't, like, if we didn't, know we weren't nomads, and we didn't wander, things would not have populated across the nations. Or
1: the world, yeah.
0: Right, and so think about that as people as right people if people don't come in and out of your life and scatter seeds of life you will only be that one entity you won't evolve you won't grow
1: See, you've been you've been rabbit like hole digging minutes. yeah you've been rabbit hole I'm okay but Just, I like this because you got these are the things that drive you and things that are that appear to be what's going to take you down Fail, make you strong. Fail. Right, yeah. And
0: it's so crazy yeah. because I remember the exact moment where I was like, oh, you thought you got me. hmm But I'm still here. Right. Like, oh, that's all you could do? Oh. But I'm still walking across this stage. To right. this degree. And I think we have to look at how much power we give to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, people can't do but what you allow them to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in in every situation. So, if you have the power of your your joy, your happiness, your success, if you if you take that power on, you don't give that power to others. Then, if others quote unquote failure disappoint you, it's not it's not real. Right. Because it's I mean, everybody disappoint you disappoint
1: i disappoint myself <laughs> i disappoint you i disappoint me
0: listen i, I disappoint, disappoint myself all, all the time right you know but i think we hold so many grudges on this on these concepts of what you did to me and i think we should just be daily and i know we started with this if you daily aspire to be the best version of yourself mm-hmm. you will have a little bit less disappointments
1: and a little less to lose right. right and you be less frustrated
0: like I laugh at things that I know would have like taken me out six months ago right like people would popping off now in the office over stuff and I'd be like that's so
1: small do you know what I
0: just survived right Are you mad about a conference room I don't
1: care yeah if you knew what I've been <laughs> wait, through wait
0: if you knew yeah
1: and, and I think that ties back in, right? Like, right. I, I really want to make sure that people understand the strength of what they see when they right. see me or when they see whoever it is that they encounter. Right. People are always, you know, trying to invalidate someone right. based on some category they fit in. Right. And until we loose that, right. The but boxes t- that we define. Yeah, we got to kill you those. can't,
0: You can't define. And you know what else in that is profound? Because you've decided how great you think I can be, you've diminished what you see me potentially being. Right. And that's what happens to our kids in class. Instead and classes. of accepting right.
1: what it is that's or, in front of you.
0: Or instead of giving me every possibility to be anything. Anything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why are you. Yeah. Why are you minimize like they there category, are no rules?
1: Categorized them right. by first, second grade.
0: There's no rules to, like, so when we talk about success, success happens because it's cultivated, mm-hmm. and and it thrives when you give success or dreams or hopes the space to thrive. It will grow and it will flower and it will take root and it will sprout. Right. But if you don't, if you cut off the oxygen and the light, you know, water it. Or it's you don't gonna, plant
1: it in certain places because you don't feel it can thrive right. there.
0: Right, it'll just shrivel up and die. It will. It? What it's, is a dream deferred?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, I think we have to watch again. Like, and this is something. And this is very recent that that I've started to feel this this immense pressure in my right. chest. Mm-hmm. Like, you listen, there are so many healing things that we can give each other just by listening. Just by listening. And then, I mean, I might, I think, well, we can talk about this offline. I think I, thought, I think I thought of a name.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the unboxing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the unboxing events. Yeah. And we go there and we pull out our box and we pull out all our BS. Yeah. And we allow everybody to see what it is that's hurt us. Allow everybody to understand the things that have influenced us. And we have somebody else pick those items up and say, I could see how yeah. this would hurt
0: right.
1: I could see how this could damage, I could see how this could change what it is that you think and have them brush it off and clean it up for right. you and acknowledge you and even give it back Right. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and perhaps just by that acknowledgement even by the person that didn't necessarily do anything that hurt you or do anything that caused you any damage, somebody acknowledging that that happens, somebody acknowledging that pain I feel like it's healing.
0: Right. And and even in that space, acknowledging that you are in pain, that you're holding on to pain, and forgiving yourself mm-hmm. is healing in itself. It is. Like, people, I think people forget to forgive themselves. Like, because they blame themselves for being in certain situations, or they may say, like, well, did I add to this? And even though you know that you didn't, you didn't put yourself in that situation on purpose. It's most times, especially like with kids, like you didn't, there was nothing that you could have done that would have changed that outcome. Right. And you have to forgive yourself. I think that's also a season that I'm in as well forgiving myself and forgiving others for not being the version of themselves that I decided they should have been.
1: That's a good... Not even needed. Yeah, no, no, no. I decided... What you assigned to them.
0: Right. You should have, or right. you didn't love me. And I even I even started writing letters, because um, I'm a writer. That's how I, I, you know, purge. So I started writing letters that were basically um. apologies, but rec- like reconciliation letters that said, you know, I apologize for telling you that you weren't loving me the way you should have because you were loving me the best way you, you knew could. how to. Yes. And even though the best way that you knew how to wasn't what I needed in the moment, it was the best way you knew how and to. And
1: it doesn't make you inadequate.
0: It doesn't. And we have to meet people there.
1: Yeah. That man. It's a whole that's show. good. Yeah, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Speaking of which, yeah. I guess we're running around the time, guess but we we I are wanted good. to take uh one last chance. Yes. Um, anybody who has not gone on to the site Um, made a comment rated any of our sites please do it Um, we have missed being able to post these things up for you I love the conversations Uh, and if you have thoughts about some of the things that we spoke on or if you just want to send Gabrielle Leanne a congratulatory (laughs) you know what's up and congratulations and and you know because these black women out here getting this getting this education right These black men, these black young men, I had something like a little Mm -hmm. brother graduated from Duke, nursing school practitioner, as an anesthesiologist on Sunday. Grew up with him. Shout out Teddy V. V.
0: Funny story. I want to tell you there was one black man um, at my college ceremony, because you know the college graduates together at the convocation. Mm -hmm. There was one black man getting his doctorate. And when I tell you every black person in that building, Screamed yes. for that man. I mean, we my, Yes, said, <laughs> Like everybody was getting, and then went on for a good four minutes to where the announcer had to pause mm-hmm. because we going wreck it. Because this is for the
1: culture. Yeah, and <laughs> that's the other thing that we gotta really, really embrace. Yeah. We doing this and we breaking chains. Breaking chains. and and, and to see it happening and recognizing this black right. excellence. In these spaces, yeah. it's important. We have to show yeah, that
0: less than two hundred years ago, it yeah. was legal. We couldn't do nothing. Less than two hundred years ago,
1: and now we out here getting doctors. Doctors, you know what I'm saying? My man came That's to <laughs> he came to his graduation with fronts in the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, and we have so much brilliance amongst us. And we gotta yeah. embrace it, and we gotta love it, and celebrate it. Yes. So with that, I celebrate. I your brilliance. celebrate
0: your brilliance.
1: And I feel like within the next five years, your genius. Ah, uh, that was good. <laughs> I celebrate your <that> genius too. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That was good. Now we, um, you know, we'll get back to our normal stuff later. I wanted to delve in. This
0: is normal it stuff. It is,
1: but I wanted to make sure we gave you that highlight. I, I know people it. have been celebrating you all the time. I, I kind of kept my distance a little bit because I had planned this, because I wanted you to speak your truth.
0: I've been told that I need to learn how to accept, and so
1: I thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> this will conclude episode 12 of My Art Genius. We look forward to you're actually going to get a double dose. So if you're double hearing this, hopefully tonight. you listen to episode eleven as well. Um there was a little bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> no, I wasn't able to get it out, but we have uh we've since solved that problem. So we'll be posting both of those this month. Well you you're hearing it now. So okay. um I hope you enjoy your double dose of mind not genius. In the meantime, uh Check us out on,
0: on Instagram, Facebook. We also have a website and email address so hit us up follow us share our story share your stories with us too because yeah we think y'all are mad dope we don't do this for us we do this Mm -hmm. for you
1: yeah we do this so you understand your own special genius yeah and you can share that story with us and we celebrate your genius yes (laughs) look forward to it we are in talks for i want to jump on this gabrielle leanne event train um, we, it's so coming. It's, gonna, it's coming. It's coming. So, just know um, on, soon we'll be able to connect with you, and we'll be able to. <laughs> why are you doing this? Oh, <laughs> anyway, bye, y'all.
0: Bye. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Gabriel.